this podcast provides our listeners with an opportunity to learn more about the Mount, our alumni, and how we live significantly. We're very excited for what is coming up next to live significantly and can't wait to offer you an inside look into the Mount. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce President Tim Trainer. Hello, and welcome to the Mount St. Mary's University podcast, Live Significantly with President Tim Trainer. I am very pleased to serve as the president of Mount St. Mary's University. On this episode, it is my pleasure to welcome Tony Agnon, class of 1975, and a member of the Mount's Board of Trustees to the Live Significantly podcast. Tony is the founder of Eastern Athletic Service. To help, they help athletes with contract negotiations, financial, budget, and tax planning services, and marketing and endorsement opportunities. Tony, can you please tell us about when you founded EAS? Well, actually, I was an assistant dean at the University of Baltimore Law School and uh, thought that I'd be in education for the rest of my life, like my mom and dad and like my sister. But uh, we had some athletes in there, and I had to take care care of them, and they asked me to help them with their contracts. And before you knew it, um, they told some of their friends, and next thing you know, I was starting to do a lot of uh, agent work and then um, took a leave of absence from there. actually found it in 78 and uh, then uh, spent the, after five years being on leave of absence for about 30, I uh, ended up uh, realizing that this was going to be a full-time thing. I could see how that, that definitely happened. Uh, Tony, can you, can you tell us what made you want to work in athletics as an agent? Well, when I saw those guys struggling back then, the the average salary was $70,000. That included all the superstars and everything else. You know, a guy coming out of school was getting twenty two dollars to $28,000. There wasn't any lawyers that were going to deal with that. And I realized that there was an area where these guys needed help and that I could perform a service. And before you know it, uh, they got me hooked into it. I've always enjoyed uh, football and basketball and baseball, and that made me. Uh, that should have told me that I shouldn't have gotten in the agent business, but uh, it didn't. And I ended up uh, deciding that that's what I would do: work with these guys because, like everything else, they need they need assistance. You know, Tony, you have represented clients such as Coach Todd Bowles. Michael Strayan, Sal Paliantano, uh, Ryan Griffin, Mitch Morse. And that's just to name a few of the uh, top individuals you've represented us, you've represented. Can you tell us more about uh, who uh, you and your organization represent? Well, we, we were a diverse company in the beginning. We focused mainly on football now, but we represented some baseball players back then, Ryan Thompson. We represented uh, Jimmy Peterson in basketball. Uh, we represented quite a few of uh, a few different guys. And over the course, we ended up becoming almost like a, a big defensive end firm. So we had Kyle Vandenbosch and OCU Manura and William Hayes. And at one time we had eight of the top 10 highest paid defensive ends in football. And um, then we kind of branched out a little bit. Plus, uh, in order to keep it interesting, I also do quite a few broadcasters here in Baltimore. Um, 
on the news, Marty Bass. Tom Tasselmeyer and uh, quite a few others in terms of that. Well, both both of the anchors, Mary Babala and uh, Deborah Weiner. So it was uh, it was a kind. Of, it's been a diverse group, and um, we have quite a few quite a few clients and coaches now. More more coaching on my end, but uh, we move forward. Yeah, it's interesting, uh, Tony. I just just a couple of nights ago, I was do I was on a um, uh, a remote gala for an organization called Team Rubicon, and they had uh, Justin Tuck was on there. You know, former former Giant also. Um, uh, but interesting discussion. Tuck was a Tuck is quite a player and quite a quite a person. He went to Notre Dame from Alabama. And uh, he's done quite a job up there. He's been very good. He and Michael and and uh, Osi's over in Europe, running NFL Europe now. So it's quite quite a group of that uh, those defensive ends there. They did pretty well. Yeah, and Justin just uh, uh, he went to Wharton School of Business business and now is at uh, Goldman Sachs, I believe. Um, uh, thank you, Tony. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. How do you want to be remembered? Please consider including Mount St. Mary's in your will or state plan. Remembering the mountain your plan is easy, qualifies you for membership in our 1808 society, and will provide opportunities for future students to call the mount their home. For more information, visit our website at msmary.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Tony, during your time at the Mount, was there anyone who motivated or encouraged you in particular? Oh, quite a few people. I mean, I can't, I can't thank all the people up there at the Mount. One thing I love about the Mount so much is that it wasn't just one person; it was a a, a group of people. The late George Gallus was extremely encouraging to me, and and always, always was great with me. Uh, Frank Ligarano, that was there as well. Um, I think two of the professors that really helped me was Mitch Ritter uh, and Jerry Orios, who were in the education department, and uh, Nick Kiraneski as well, who was in the psychology department. I originally started as a psychology major, and they both felt that uh, that uh, I would be a they considered a natural teacher. And so they uh, they encouraged me to do that. And before my senior year, I actually had to take summer classes, so I got both degrees. And uh, enjoy, you know, just so many people and Father Fives. We can go on and on and on. The number of people up there that have helped me over the over the course of this. Yeah, that's super. I've heard those names be mentioned before in uh, other podcasts with uh, graduates. <laughs> You know, Tony, as you said earlier, after you graduated from the Mount, you then attended the University of Baltimore for your JD. How have you taken what you've learned from the Mount and applied it to life afterwards? Well, uh, very practically, actually, originally was going to go down to Georgetown uh, Law School, and it was a lot of money. And my dad and I visited Baltimore and University of Maryland. I thought they were in the same system. That's Coming from New Jersey and Rutgers University, I thought that was the way it worked. But they offered me a little bit of money, scholarship money. And my dad said, hey, listen, if you go here, you can pay for it. So <laughs> the one thing I learned at the Mount, you got to make it work. And that's one of the things I learned from that part. And 
I, I always felt that it was important to be involved and I got really involved there. Ended up that's how I ended up getting hired uh, by Joe Curtis down there. So, you know, I learned quite a quite a few things at the Mount that that really you know rewarded me down the road. And one of them was giving back to make sure I gave back. And uh, I felt that's helped me all the way through. Well, that's a uh, uh, that's a terrific story, uh, Tony. And and you know, I'm going to shift gears a little bit and let's talk talk again about the athletic industry. And can you tell us about um, you know the uh, leadership aspects of being of working in the athletic industry? Well, I, I think one of the one of the areas that I think is is really lacking sometimes is the fact that uh, you know we have to take a a, a role in guiding these players and guiding the industry itself. And one of the areas where I wanted to make sure that I, I was involved in, we've, we've had the Sports Lawyers Association, which includes agents and uh, management from all different sports. And one of the areas I wanted to make sure that we understood that, hey, it's a collegiality it's a situation where we should be, you know, be focused on on the athlete and the thing as opposed to, you know, petty rivalries or situations like that. And I think the Mount really helped me in that part, you know, making sure that I could do that. And uh, Jack Mills and I are the only agents to ever lead the organization. And uh, one of the things we've always talked about was the fact that uh, it was important for us to make sure that we that they understood that the agents have a role and how important it was and uh, that when there were decisions for the industry, we should be involved. And it's wonderful that folks like you are involved in helping these uh, athletes and, uh, and the profession. Let's take a final break and we'll be back to wrap up this edition of Live Significantly. The team behind our team is our dedicated Mount fans. Please visit mountathletics.com to check the schedules of your favorite teams and to learn more about our great student athletes. Go Mount! Tony, you have built many relationships within your line of work. What it's, what, what's it like working so close with the players and being like family to them? Well, I think one of the roles you take on is you take on either a big brother or a father or a grandfather in my age. But I think one of the things you have to do is you have to you have to import uh, not only information, but you also have to import some kind of, you know, help in terms of giving them some direction. And the major thing is, is as long as they understand that believe in them and you are trying to do what's best for them they take direction and that's the important part you know so many of these these players unfortunately don't finish school and in order to make sure that they go on into their next life which you know 15 years is a, an eternity in the national football league and in any sport they're still 35 or 36 years old they've got a whole period of time to live lives of significance. So you want to make sure that you give them the best opportunity. You want to make sure you expose them to all that stuff. You want to make sure that you help them in this process. And, you know, that's your role. That's what you do. I always tell players, listen, I'm just the vessel. That's all. 
it's your, you know, it's your start of the career to the end of the career after the career. And hopefully you'll make a difference in someone's life and, you know, in your family's life as well. That's that's wonderful, Tony. You're talking a, 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 a lot about servant leadership there, which is so key um, to helping others. Um, do you have any particular knowledge that you like to share with the athletes that you represent? Well, I always tell them that, um, you know, we're trying to leave this place a better better place than we found it and they can make a difference not only you know are they looked up to uh despite the fact that they don't want to be role models and despite the fact that we don't really like it that way they are and therefore you have to make sure that you understand what happens or you know may you may not want to go out and sign those 20 or 30 autographs after you just beating your head in for about an hour and a half of practice but it's important that's going to make a big, a big thing to the young person that's there getting your autograph or even the older person. And you have to understand that that's all part of what you bargain for when you get involved in this. And if you understand that, then you'll make it make a difference. It may not you may not even think it's any big deal. In fact, I've had a player come to me who actually had another one of my players sign an autograph when he was young. And as soon as he got to the point where he wanted representation, he called me because I had represented that player. And he felt that player had done something really great for him. Player didn't remember it at all, but he really did make a difference. And that's what you have to do always. And I think that's one of the things athletics plays a big part in all of our lives. And that's why, you know, it's so important that we're playing now in this time of COVID, which is just, you know, just really, really, really difficult. I agree with you there, Tony. I certainly do. Um, so as our final question, Tony, I'd like to ask our guests if they have any final words of wisdom for our listeners. Well, the one thing I always tell to every young person that uh, an old person, listen, if you really want to do something, if you can dream it, you can do it. It's just a matter of putting your mind to it and everything else like that. You know, God puts us on a path and and we think we're on this path and he laughs because he knows we're going to be on another path in a little bit. But the thing is, is you really want to do it. You'll find your passion. You'll find your your love for something and then you have to go with it it isn't all about money it isn't all about fame it isn't about any of that stuff the bottom line is if it if it makes your heart beat a little faster then and the excitement of it then at that point do it and that's what we you know that's what we tell everybody and gee with a guy like michael strahan and you go on and on and on patrick kearney and Van and Bosch and all the rest of these guys, they've done more in their second career than they did in their first career, and they've had a blast. That's awesome. You can dream it, you can do it. Well, folks, that's unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much, Tony, for taking the time to talk with us today, today about how you live a life of significance through hard work, dedication, and leadership. Be sure to visit the Mount's website at msmary.edu slash podcasts to learn more about how others are living a life of significance. Thank you all and go Mount.